Praise You, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. Well, He is loving and He is merciful. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, episode number 111. So grateful to be here again, and we have a special guest on the program. His name is Ricky Money from the pre- famously from the the Preservation Hall Jazz Band, and uh, Ricky is a friend of the program. He's been on the program. This is the second time we have had a visit from Ricky, and uh, the last time he was on was episode. If you would like to go back and listen, that was episode number fifty-two of Praise You, Lord. And uh, Ricky, how are you? We have you on the phone right now. How, how are you doing, Ricky? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank the Lord. I'm, I'm up and well. I'm in my right mind. Ready to share some experiences and hope that my experiences will, will touch someone. Amen. In a positive way. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, uh, I, I'm so grateful, Ricky, to have you on the program. I, I, last week... I had, I, late late last week, I think it was on Thursday, I felt a prompting from, I believe, the Holy Spirit to, and reminding me ab- about you, Ricky, and I thought, uh, and I, I was praying in it, in, into that thought, and I thought that the Lord was asking me to give you a call, and I did call, I think that was on Friday, and um, you answered right away. Just called you, called you from my cell phone, and you answered right away. And we had a nice conversation and caught up a little bit on on things that have been happening here and on your end. And uh, you um, then agreed to do another radio interview. So I'm, we're so excited to have you in on the broadcast again. Oh yeah, I'm glad to be uh, in on the broadcast, and I'm glad you called. Glad the Holy Spirit uh, led you to call me. Uh, because uh, I think about you and Jackson uh, from time to time. Uh, so I'm glad to uh, be a part of the, uh, the the work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Ricky. I, you mentioned that you mentioned that I, uh, I'm a jazz pianist. I, I, uh, I uh, studied woodwinds and, uh, and not only am I a jazz pianist, I'm a gospel pianist and organist. Uh, I also, on the weekends, I play for two churches. Uh, on Saturdays, I play for New Orleans East uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church. I play the B3 organ. And on Sundays, I play for Christian Unity uh, Baptist Church. So uh, I play different styles of music, and uh, I try to reach my audiences uh, in a positive way. Spreading the gospel, even though sometimes it's through some jazz licks. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, I'm sure you remember our testimony, and that's Jackson and my testimony of how we met Ricky. Um, I had seen, just to remind you, and and for those who are listening for the first time, and by the way, for those who are listening for the first time on this broadcast, welcome to Praise You, Lord, the underground, independent, Catholic, Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week on 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches, as well as 100.1 FM. That's Prince of Peace, K 
Catholic Radio in the Treasure Coast, as well as the Catholic Radio Network, the 18 mega stations up in the middle of the country. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And for those listening on the portals of the internet, welcome as well. And again, we're in the studio with Ricky Moni, who is phoning in. He's a friend. And I haven't spoken to Ricky uh, for quite some time, except I did speak to him a few days back to, and, and we set this interview up, this conversation up. Ricky is a, is a famous and, and heralded pianist, just a phenomenal pianist, one of my favorite pianists. And I saw Ricky back at the University of Lowell. He was performing there with the very famous Preservation Hall Jazz Band. That's New Orleans-style jazz. They're, they travel the world with their beautiful music, and they happen to be in Massachusetts, where I was going to school. This is going back to maybe the early 1990s, some time in that time period, I would guess. And, uh, and I was just blown away by the bands, and Ricky was playing so great. And if you can imagine this, uh, two years ago, Jackson, who is a... Uh, well, was a co-host with us for, for you know, a part-time co-host for us for a season. And we'll, t- we'll speak more about Jackson because we have exciting news to, to announce about Jackson and his family. Um, Jackson and, and I and another friend went to New Orleans. And Jackson and, and, my, and his friends, uh, who's, who also goes, uh, was going to our prayer group, asked me to come along now I'm, I'm about 20 years older than those those young men and uh and they were concerned going to new orleans because i'm spiritual i'm a spiritual dad to those two young men uh ricky and uh jackson's my godson as a matter of fact i sponsored him to become catholic and uh and he he was baptized and so on and so forth and he was a student of mine at, at our at, at at our school music school and uh that's a testimony unto itself but uh, the long end of the story is that I said, "All right, guys," I said, "I'll go to I'll go with you to New Orleans, as long as we when we go to New Orleans, our mission is to search for Jesus." So I, I know those guys, you know, they're younger and and they and and I, I think a part of why they were asking me to go was to help them keep them out of trouble. I guess you could. <laughs> and I said to myself, "Well, I'll help you. I'll help keep you out of trouble, but I'm not going to get in trouble because of you guys. You know, I'm going to." So I said, I, "I will go with you if we if we agree to go." in search of Jesus in New Orleans. They said, that's a great idea. I said, okay. So, so we get off the airplane, we get our bags in, in where we were staying, which was close to Bourbon Street. And immediately I said, where are we going, guys? They said, we're going to Bourbon Street. I said, okay. I said, uh, and then as we're walking down Bourbon Street, which is not renowned uh, for its, uh, necessarily for its, um, for, I don't, I don't, well, it's, it's renowned for many reasons, really, but, but the famous street in New Orleans, Bourbon Street, and, uh, um, I, I, Jackson turned to me, he said, he said, he said, Jeff, listen, he said, please, if you hear something, because the, the, he, Jackson's a big music fan, he said, if you hear something, and I'm, I'm his music mentor as well, so, he said, if you hear something that's like really legit, will you please tell us and we'll stop and we'll listen? I said, sure. So we walked down the street and we came upon uh, all kinds of clubs. We went walking by and all of a sudden I heard something and I looked and I looked in the window and there was, there was Ricky. And I said, that man plays with the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. I saw him about 25 years ago. If you want to hear a good piano, 
go listen to that man right there, right? So we went in, and we, we, we listened to the first set. Then Jackson approached you and, and introduced himself and so on. And then, and, and then you invited us to go to the church that you play at on Sunday, which is the Baptist Church, I think. Is that accurate? That is accurate. That is, that is absolutely correct. So right away, we, we found Jesus right away. And uh, so Jackson and I got up early that Sunday, and which was a couple days later, and we, we went to your church, and which was wonderful. The music was incredible. The preaching was beautiful. I was very, very touched by that preaching, um, very, tu- very touched by the Lord, thank God. And the Lord used you, and the Lord used that beautiful church. And I, and the, I have never been hugged by so many people. I mean, that church was so full of love. I, w- I was so grateful for, and Jackson was as well. And uh, and so that's that's yeah. how we met Ricky. And that was ama- an amazing time, Ricky. Yeah. Well, New Orleans uh, itself uh, is a hugging town. <laughs> mm. People 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 uh, seem to be very friendly. I've, I've traveled the world and. Uh, not not just because I was born and raised in New Orleans that I think this way, but it, it, it is a fact that, that people are, are real friendly uh, in New Orleans. Uh, we, we, we like to shake hands, we like to hug, uh, kiss on the cheek, that's how that's we greet people. And uh, it, it's just amplified when you get to, to church and you're around Jesus-loving people mm. that will throw their loving arms around you and uh, spread the good news. Uh, just through a hug, you can just feel something, uh, you know, in, in the churches down here. That's that. That's beautiful. I, I did and not I, realize and that. I, I'm, and I'm fortunate enough to get it twice a week because I play church on Saturday and Sunday. That's that's fantastic. That is great. Now you started with preservation. Tell let's let's speak about Preservation Hall Jazz Band. There may be some folks that are younger. Maybe they're not familiar with it. Um, what is the yeah, preservation well, hall jazz bands and what what you know what did you guys do i know you, i know the story but the folks don't perhaps or maybe need okay, a reminder okay preservation hall uh preser- preservation just the word itself means to preserve preservation hall's uh, mission is to uh, uh, per- uh perpetuate preserve and protect new orleans traditional jazz mm. Uh, and that's 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 exactly what we do. We play the songs from the turn of the century, uh, the other century, uh, and uh, we keep it. We try to keep this music alive. It's a part of our heritage. It's a part of uh, New Orleans. This is this is what we do. Uh, we, we play songs that we learned from when I first started as a substitute in 1982 at Preservation Hall. A lot of the songs that I learned were most 90 percent, I'd say, or more of a higher percentage of the songs that I learned were not read. I didn't have any music for I had to learn them by listening mm. uh, for the older musicians. And these guys were, were up in age when I, in 19, 1982. I mean, they were in the 70s and 80s then. Uh, they did not want this music to be lost so they pass it on to younger musicians just as i'm doing today uh, there's some younger guys that come into to the hall and they want to learn uh, this music mm. uh they come in and we are mentors uh and we take them we take them under our wings and we teach them uh, we've never seen music 
for some of these songs and they and so it is with them you know uh you know sometimes you'll get uh guys that'll come in they'll, they'll they'll learn it then they'll transcribe it which is a good thing sure so that uh, they can leave some some type of documentation mm-hmm. uh documentation is good but documentation leaves out the feeling <laughs> <laughs> yes it's kind of it's like a text message right yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> I, can, I, I can be so uh uh, uh and you know much more um uh, impressive or in what i'm gonna say in, in speech rather than uh, uh typing it or, or texting it uh and that's that's what this music is about it's about mm. feeling mm. the inward the inward feeling uh, what's coming out of you? What are you? What are you doing with this, this structure of uh, this piece of music? And every time you play it, it's different. Mm. If I play a piece by da- by Bach, mm-hmm. I'm reading it. Yes, and it's gonna. And if I'm reading it and giving the notes the values as, as stipulated on that piece of music, right? Uh, it's gonna sound the exact same way every time I play it. Right. I can play when the Saints go marching in five times a night, and every time I play, it's going to be different. Right. I may get, we have a seven-piece band, piano, bass, drums, trombone, uh, trumpet, clarinet, and saxophone, sometimes the bands you used to use. And when you're playing with a group, based on the structure of the song, everybody's, it's all about the, the, the song, uh, the, the basis of the song, the melody, and then on the second chorus, you know, it's usually uh, 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 improvisation mm-hmm. throughout throughout to the end of the piece. And sometimes somebody might play a, a certain passage that would give you an idea to to carry on from that or, or spark your 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 creative uh, uh, creativeness to mm-hmm. to, to play it play another passage this thing builds like a snowball and at the end of the song uh, we usually call it a hot chorus out mm. i mean the the, the gumbo is bumbling it is bubbling like big time in <laughs> it and what i what i mean by that, that there's so much energy right put into the song uh it just it just overwhelms that the audiences are, are just uh, i've seen little children I mean, little children, uh, two and three years old, mm-hmm. that'll come in, and they—they're so happy when they hear this music. Mm. It, 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 they'll even sort of keep rhythm. I've, I've seen it. Yes, uh, it's something. It's, it's magical. It, it really is magical. Yes, yes, yes. I remember at the University of Lowell, now now names the University of Massachusetts at Lowell where I went to school and, and received my degree. And uh, um, the, the, the Performing Arts Center is, is a beautiful place. I mean, it's like, it's state of the art and it's, it's, a, it's a large hall. And, you know, I, I got a ticket and you had people, that band had, and some, uh, Ricky, when, when you were, that particular concert, of course you wouldn't remember the specific concert, like I wouldn't, you would, that would never happen. But that that specific one, there were there were some real old timers at that time on the stage. Like they were, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure who they were, 
Um, but ir- irrespective of their age, they had everybody in the stands out in the into, in the um, dancing, and people were in the in the um, you know the not the corridors, but the the places where people the aisles. Walk. The aisles. Thank the you. Aisles. That's that's yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. They were dancing in the aisles. It was and, and Massachusetts is not a huggy place actually <laughs> that's that's where i'm from it's uh people are, are wonderful from massachusetts love them but it's not particularly uh huggy it's it's not that's n- it's not known for that let's just say it that way and uh and so people were you know it was really to see to have that music uh have the ability and through you you guys uh to to get people's feet pump you know maybe feet moving and, and all next thing you know they're out in the out in the aisles dancing i mean it was that that was pretty awesome i've been to many many shows and many of them have been in massachusetts or new england and i haven't seen that reaction from a crowd quite like that ever so that was well, that was awesome you know yeah you know people are looking for something uh something positive something that's going to make them feel good mm-hmm. and uh music has that 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 uh the ability it works on the emotions yes we can play songs that can make you happy we can play mm. songs that can make you uh uh be in a, in a meditative mode mm. you know uh we play for I, I don't know if i guess everybody knows that we have jazz funerals down in new orleans mm. and we, we play what's called a dirge mm. a dirge is a very 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 slow um just very sometimes almost out of tempo it's just that just pulls like taffy mm. the tempo does pulls like taffy mm-hmm. uh, and we, we could play a song like just a closer walk with the uh, something like that sure it 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 it, it, it just puts you in the in the, in the in the mode of meditating on, on, on something could be the, the, the death of a person or something else but then we can pick up the tempo and just completely change uh, change your thought process. Music has that ability. Yes, it sure does. It sure does. It sure does. Music has that ability. It's a gift. I really believe music is a gift from God. It is. And as a musician and as a singer, um, and maybe you'll agree with me, I, I, I believe that it's a very big responsibility when we have this gift that God has given us to use it for the good of 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 the people that, that we come in contact with, because the it's like a two-edged sword; it can cut either way. You know, music can be used just like any tool. Music can be used to hurt people and uh, damage them psychologically, uh, or the opposite. Music can be used yeah. to to lift people up and and help them in their healing and help them in their coping with things. So as a as a as a fellow musician and, and and a person involved in education, also I I um I take this this position that I'm in it very I hope I mean I hope to take it very seriously because I do believe it's serious. It is. It's not to be taken lightly. No, uh, it, it has so much impact, Ricky, on on what's going on around us. You know, it really does. And I know it that you. I'm sorry, sir. Go right ahead. It, 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 it does with all of the uh, uh, problems of, of the world and uh, personal problems that people have, you know. Yes. Uh, you, you see people that will come in the hall and they, 
you know, just come in, you know, with a straight face. And when, when they leave, you know, they're shaking your hand on the way out the door. <laughs> you really made me feel good. <laughs> that is yeah, wonderful. Indeed. Yeah. That is and, wonderful. And, and if this music doesn't make you move, you, I mean, you're dead. <laughs> uh, you, you, you're going to move in some kind. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like I said in the beginning, I, I think it is because it, it's, it's, it's not written. We're not. We're not reading mm. dots on a page. We're feeling mm-hmm. in our hearts what 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 you know what what we should be doing at the time of the song or yes. throughout the song. It's just a message carried over from my heart to yours. Yes, yes. Amen to that. That's right. That is so true. Well, you're listening to Praise You, Lord. Uh, this is episode number one hundred eleven. And we're in the stu- I'm in the studio, and Ricky Money is dialing in, or I dialed him actually down in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, and uh, he is a good friend of the program. We've had some nice times together in person the first first and first time we met, and then the second time when we met at his church, and we're super blessed. And then a wonderful interview interview we had, which was episode number fifty two. If you want to look in the archives. That was with Jackson Messick, who, uh, who was our first contact. Jackson had the inspiration to go up and speak with you, Ricky, and uh, I'm so glad that he did that. I'm glad he did, too, because had he not, we would never, we would, would never have met. And, no. Uh, uh, really like you guys, man. You're on the right, on the right mission. Thank you. You're on, you have, well, number one, you have a mission. You see so many young people that are just... Live for, that just live from day to day with with, with no mission in mind. And, uh, yes, you're out there touching souls, and I'm glad to see that you're on on radio. Uh, touches so many hearts to know that somebody's doing something positive, and uh, you can spread the love of Jesus through your radio uh, broadcast. Thank you, Ricky. That's I appreciate that. Speaking of um, of having a mission, the reason. First, firstly, Jackson was so excited that I had spoken to you, and he wanted me to, uh, you know, to say hi and 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 t- tell him he, he misses you. And uh, he was disappointed that that today uh, today he has a mission. He this is the third day of a, a retreat that happens here in the Palm Beach area for young adults. And Jackson's uh, went through that program as a young adult and now he's in leadership and he leads praise and worship for this group i didn't realize it was happening this weekend and it, it goes through this monday so that's where he is right now great yeah. isn't that wonderful it is it is just yeah. just as in that, that that relates to, 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 to my, my musical experience just as i learned as a youngster i'm passing it on to to younger musicians and, uh, jackson was a part of that program now he's a leader Yes. That, that's, a, that's a great thing. Isn't that wonderful? It is awesome. It is. It is awesome. Jackson's uh, testimony is, is, is amazing. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it is public, so I, I feel, you know, um, uh, I know it's fine to, to speak about it. Uh, he, he came, Ricky, you may, I don't know that you, there's probably parts of this that you don't know. He came to me as a touring musician. He was in a in a band at like a very young age. I think he was still a teenager, perhaps like late teens. And he had a band from from this area, and they were on tour. 
and he came in for for a vocal lesson as well as another member of his band. And then he came back about six months later. His band had broken up, and he went back and and came back to the area to to live where he he was brought up. And he began. He asked if if I would accept him as a voice uh, as a voice student as well as a uh, piano student and uh, and some guitar as well. And so I, I taught him a few hours a week, and he'd come in, and he really loved the lessons. That was clear, and he looked a lot different than you saw him, Ricky. You know, he had a lot of facial jewelry, very, very, very long hair. Uh, he was he was as skinny. I mean, he was like he was like bones. Um, and he and I recognized it right away because it being a, a musician and uh, particularly up in. You know, when I was younger and up, up in the Boston area, I was I was regularly, you know, gigging four or five times a week and very involved in the music scene there and then in other music scenes as well. But um, and well acquainted with uh, people that had drug or alcohol problems through those experiences and the trips and tricks and traps of that that are especially in the late hours of the night um, being on a gig. I recognized right away what was going on. And uh, he kept apologizing. He'd come in in, uh, in a haze. He was always in a haze at that time. And uh, so it's a long, very long story. He almost lost his life a few times. Um, and uh, but what what had happened was, at that time, I had felt led to begin. I had already begun it a, a praise and worship uh, band, kind of in the same vein as what Preservation Hall Jazz Band does taking fairly old standards um, and some newer ones, but always playing them improvisationally so that they were never the same way and, and really asking the Holy yeah. Spirit to play through us. So I had uh, I was the leader of this band in this prayer group at our local church, and uh, and he, uh, he did not know that. I didn't bring up anything about that. He just knew he loved the lessons. And... He said, you know, he said, Jeff, you know, you, uh, you've inspired me so much. I'd love to hear you play and sing. Is there, is there a possibility of that? I said, sure. I said, I'm actually playing and singing tonight. He said, you are? I said, yes, I am. He said, he said, he said, where I'm, I, I'm, de I definitely want to go. I said, oh, it's at St. Jude Catholic Church. We have a kind of a, you know, we have a band and we do kind of gospel music and his face changed. Mm. In, in shock he looked like he was in shock he said oh uh yeah oh that's interesting yeah yeah no let me see if i can do that you know so funny enough he asked his friend david and david he figured david would never go because he came from a he came from a church that was particularly <laughs> anti-catholic number one number two david had, had a lot of the same habits as jackson and uh and he figured i'm gonna ask david and then david's gonna say no way i'll never i'm never going there and then they'll give me an excuse to not go, right? So he 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 says David, and he tells he he tells him tells him about me and that we're doing. And David goes, "Oh, that sounds great. Let's go." <laughs> so now he had yeah. So now he had to go, and he said, if I remember correctly, he was in the in the parking lot coming in. He was like not wanting to go in. And Jackson was not churched, by the way. Jackson didn't go to church. He wasn't. He was not brought up in church, and I don't even know if he'd ever been in a church, maybe for a wedding or something like that. But 
So they came in. David was church, but he was church in a Protestant denomination that was uh, anti-Catholic specific. I mean, very anti-Catholic. So, so, so they're in the back. I see them. I see them in the back. I mean, they, they're very, you know, they're, they're young, young guys right, you know, in the heart of the world and of music, both of them. And uh, they come in and they're in the back. And when I play, I oftentimes when it, when when praising the Lord don't don't have my eyes open that often. And uh, I saw them. I was squinting. I saw them enter, and I kind of went off into my Holy Spirit place, I guess you could say, trying to listen to the Spirit while playing and singing with the with the band. And then I opened my eyes again a few minutes later, and both of them, it looked like like rays from heaven must have come down from come down on them because they're both of their both of them had their hands lifted up high and their heads were faced towards the heavens that's the way it worked they they did not move from that position for 30 minutes i mean and jackson said it was so powerful that he wanted to run it it really he i think he said freaked him out you know and god touched those young men and they kept coming and uh it was a battle, of course. It didn't all happen at once, but that was the that was the the beginning, and uh, and so that's that's how Jackson Jackson came to the Lord, and uh, and now I can say that he you know he's now he's married married he well he got he's he's been baptized and confirmed and and so on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was a sponsor, and he 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 found a wife in that program of young adults. She listen to this, Ricky. She had or has a very unusual disease that basically had her crippled. Okay, very very beautiful Puerto Rican American girl, beautiful. And and through this disease, it seems to me like she got closer to the Lord. She's very close to the Lord. They both believed in a miracle. He asked her to marry her. She was in a wheelchair. Um, by the time that they got married, uh, they were believing in a miracle. She said she wanted to walk down the aisle when she married Jackson. Yeah. And she did. And now she walks. Wow. She's walking. And she walks well. And, and the doctors, because of this, this disease, told her they would never have children. They now have twins. And uh, I'll be going to their baptism this this uh, this coming Sunday. Actually, when this this program is being broadcast on Sunday, will be the um, the baptism of their two twins, beautiful children, two boys. So what what an isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Yeah, his testimony I mean, God, is really God, powerful, man. I'm telling you, God is good. God is good. <laughs> his mercy endures forever. Amen to that. I mean, that is that is good news right there, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm praying for for some musicians that uh, that are friends of mine that have sort of lost their focus uh, off the stage. Uh, they're, they're great performers, but they they have some habits that that I'm praying that the Lord will will show them a different way. Yes. Um, so. Yes. I can't mention I can't mention any names because we don't have a success story yet. But I'm I'm praying to that end that their lives will be changed. Amen. Uh, I try to be a good example and, uh, to, to, to these younger musicians uh, as far as uh, from, from A to Z. I'm, I'm, I'm timely on my job. I try to I dress appropriately. 
uh, try to be an example to these guys. And, and uh, some of them get it, some of them don't. Mm. But I'm hoping that the Lord will open their eyes and, uh, and touch them, so that they'll be blessed in a different way. They think that that they're having a time of them of their lives, but they they really don't know mm. what the time of life is until Jesus touches them. Amen. And, uh, and, and uh, then they can touch someone else. This thing is all about spreading the good news. That's right. And that's what we have to do. It's our responsibility. Yes. That's right. We're commissioned to, to, to do that. So, yes, that's right. That's my goal. That's my focus. Amen to that. Yeah, me too. Me too, Ricky. Absolutely. Well, for those who are listening uh, and just listening in, this is Praise You, Lord, episode number 111, the Underground's Catholic Christian radio program that brought to you once a week by the grace of God. We're in our third year plus now and so grateful to be here um just to remind you that 98.3 fm the catholic voice of the palm beaches has been so wonderful to us as well as 100.1 fm in the treasure coast both of those radio stations are completely voluntary and uh, if you want to bless them you can go to their websites uh and you there's a, a button there that says um donate now and you can donate any amount of money you could donate a dollar or five dollars or or whatever your means is you know i i always recommend to people to pray to the lord and ask him what what he would be pleased with as as a gift and uh, maybe you don't feel led to do that so then don't do it but um that's available to you and also uh catholic christian radio is available available to you 24 7 in those listening areas through the terrestrial radio that's being broadcast through the antenna so there are costs to a radio program that is completely voluntary because there are you know there, there's lights and electric bills and having an antenna that's working and servicing and so on so uh, those donations are important. As far as Praise You, Lord, is concerned, our program here, we just ask for your prayer. That's, that's what's kept us going for three-plus years. We ask for the prayers of, of, the, of, of you folks that are listeners, the Praise You, Lord community. And we, I thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you that are praying for me. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for praying for all our guests and for all the people that we uh, play their music on the program. Thank you so much. And we're, we're so excited to have Ricky Money uh, back on the program. He's from the Preservation Hall Jazz Band, the very famous band that is preserving, as he said, preserving uh, a, a piece of history through music. Ricky, maybe we can go back to that. And um, what, what exactly, what, what, are the, what are the roots of, of the music that Preservation Hall Jazz Band is preserving? Well, this music came from... Uh uh, uh, Congo Square. You know, years ago when uh, when when uh, uh, men used to work on the riverfront, uh, they served in the in the military and World War One, and they would uh, gather in Congo Square uh, and they would play music. And uh, what happened? Years ago, 1961, a uh, preservation hall was established. Uh, Sandra and Alan Jaffe, they were down in New Orleans as a part of their uh, honeymoon. Hmm. Uh, they, they took several trips. Wow. Uh, and 
they heard these musicians play. They were playing on the street. And they thought uh, that, you know, it'd be, be great if these guys would have a, a home base, someplace where they could actually make money doing this because it sounded so good. Mm. And people would just gather around in droves. And it, it still happens today. I mean, you come yesterday, I played at Preservation Hall. I played five sets. Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Beginning at five o'clock. <laughs> I, I, wow. I got off at 11. Oh my I got off at 11. Goodness. <laughs> you must be in great, 40, you must be in great five shape. 45 minutes in. You, five, you, 45 boy, minutes your hands in. must be in great shape, Ricky. <laughs> I don't feel a thing. That's, that's but, wonderful. The, the point I'm trying to make, in it, make is, is, is just like way back uh, in 1961, there's still droves of people that come from all over the world. Mm. The the line, you know, just about wraps around the corner. Well, it does wrap around the corner sometimes. And we're talking about a, a half a block line wow. of wow. people. Awesome. And if you know the the, the, uh, the blocks in the French Quarter are pretty 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 long. Yes. So we can only get so many people in. Then people just stand in line. They want to hear this music. They've heard about it, and I, I mean, from all over. We had people there from Portugal last night, mm. Japan, uh, uh, Canada, just, just all over. You know, we usually, some of us, you know, and it's very, very, uh, it's just something I've gotten in the habit of doing. I, I stay in uh, the uh, the room after the performance to greet the people. I say, you know, thank you for coming to see our show. Hey, we appreciate you spending the evening and try to develop some type of conversation. Uh, uh, find out where they where, where you're visiting from. You know, mm. and like I said, I was, people from Portugal and this all over. Wonderful. And uh, we get we get lots of musicians uh, that come to Preservation Hall. Um, uh, there was uh, Pedro Segunda. He's a percussionist. And he happens to be from Portugal. Oh, uh, he he came uh, Wednesday, mm. and uh, he remembered seeing me on stage someplace, uh, and he, he reintroduced himself. And I let him play, man. He's a terrific percussionist. Oh, I bet. When you said his yeah. name, I I, me, I immediately thought Brazil. Of course, that's a Portuguese name, so that's a mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I um that that is awesome. So he played. He he jammed with you with the Preservation oh, Hall. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes, sir. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. That's wonderful. He started off, play, he started off playing the drums with his hands. <laughs> and he got so, I, I'm talking about a set of drums. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> with his hands. It was it was quite unusual. It was amazing to to see what uh, what rhythms uh, came out of those hands and, and those, those, those drums. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to have uh, watched that. That sounds that sounds oh, awesome. Yeah. It's exciting when when a band is um, is prof- I don't know professional is not the right word. They're experts in impro- improvisation and able to bring someone that is is also an improvisationalist up on stage and see what happens in the moment. That's one of the most exciting things to me musically. Yeah, well, well, you see, and. and, and and I'll, I'll say it, it's been said a million times music is the universal language amen uh, i've been on stage with with uh, with, with people uh, you, you have jazz sessions jam sessions at some of these festivals 
collaborations. I mean, these people you don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this. A little conversation, a little musical conversation before, and we just let it go. And it sounds like we rehearsed it for three hours. Our shows at Preservation Hall are unrehearsed. If you ever hear any of our shows, they're unrehearsed. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it because I understand jazz, but I think most folks would, would be shocked to hear that, you know? <laughs> they would be they would be shocked and, right. and a lot of people you know i'll uh, tell you this this is funny man i've done a lot of work with symphonies <laughs> yes the guys in the symphony they just don't understand how we play and they're sitting uh reading reading music and we just play it you know <laughs> How do you guys do that? You know, sure. <laughs> I know it. It's like a mystery I, I, to them. Yeah, absolutely. Musicians, are, and, and some people come in, uh, to New Orleans. Uh, we do tours during the day. Uh, uh, this is something that started maybe eight nine years ago. Uh, tours will come in, and we, we do, do one hour performances, and we, we have Q and A. People ask, "Do you guys read music?" Say yeah, we all have degrees in music. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. But you, but but you're playing, and how do you remember all this? You know, how do you remember all the songs? Uh, how long do you guys rehearse? I said, well, ma'am, this is the rehearsal. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we don't rehearse. We just come together and we play. I love it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Each each, each 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 instrument has a role. The trumpet player plays the melody. Based on that melody, I established the, uh, the structure of the song, and I, I maintain the structure of the song. They call me the structural engineer. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the bass player, the bass player is, is the bridge between the structure and and, and the rhythm, and then uh, the horns do uh, counter melodies uh, to the to the melody which the trumpet is playing, and it, it all comes together. It's like putting together a sandwich. You know, right. you have your lettuce, your tomatoes, your, 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 <laughs> your meat, and your two slices of bread. Man, you got it going on. Right. You don't rehearse that. You don't rehearse making a sandwich. If you want a ham, if you want a ham sandwich or a roast beef sandwich, you go in the kitchen and you make it. <laughs> That's right. That's where so we put our music together in in New Orleans, and it all comes together. But you have to have a knowledge of music and uh, mm. knowledge of theory to know what works with what, what sure. scales work with. You know. Mm. Uh, it's, it's not just magical it's it's, it's skill yes and 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 and, and it's, it's it, and, and it's a blessing from god it's it's a gift yes from god that enables us to do this yes uh, do this and play this music yes that we are definitely on a daily basis i know i am thankful for amen amen yeah uh Ricky, for for the folks that that uh, that are new to or perhaps need a reminder of Preservation Hall Jazz Band, um, where where have have you personally? Because you you've been with them since what nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty two, I came in as a substitute. That's a long that's a long stint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> been, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah, but but I worked I worked it part time. You know, I I wasn't there like every like it was an everyday job because I did have a, a job uh, that I was working. I worked for the city of New Orleans, 
but uh, this was a part-time and a nighttime thing that I did. I see. But when you were with the touring band, that must have been full-time, I would guess. Or well, not, no, it wasn't full-time. I, I took annual leave and the sick time and leave without pay and everything else. Oh, I wow. I to go on some of the tours. Oh, my gosh. And a lot of the tours I was not able to go on because because uh, I didn't have time or time was not granted to me to be able to tour oh, but I, uh i've been i've been all over the world uh, you name it you name a place and i've, I've been there i remember you mentioned then when I, oh sorry sir mm -hmm. go ahead yeah th then when i retired uh from the city uh, uh i was uh i was able to to, to do it full time i remember you mentioning in, in the last interview uh visiting different countries and meeting a lot of diplomats and, and kings and queens. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. Tell yeah, us about that. That's exciting. Queen of England way back in the 80s. Uh, I, wasn't with the I was not with the Preservation Hall Band then. I was playing clarinet mm. with uh, with the Olympia Brass Band. And, and incidentally, I'm a woodwind major. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't know that until I read it on, yeah. on, on online just before the interview. I said, you know, I should really refresh my mind of because I know you have a very long, illustrious, and amazing career, and I wanted to remind myself of all the things you were involved with. So that that's that that's something I missed last time. That's that's yeah. all. But can, I must ask you: <laughs> this is a, a little bit of an aside, and it's a it's a musical question. How, having that woodwind degree, how does that affect your piano playing and in, in some of your choices in um, arrangements and so on? Do, do you find that? I'm sure it must affect you in some way, in a positive way. It, it, yeah, it does. Uh, uh, being able to uh, uh, play counter melodies and, and just using the, the technical ability that I have, uh, and, and it's, just, it's a different way of listening. Uh, you know, uh, horn players listen; they hear things differently from uh, from from pianists. Mm. Uh, like I said, we're the structural engineers. These guys are real technicians. They do all kind of runs and this and that and being able to uh run scales on the clarinet it, it's it's still in my mind so that when i'm playing the piano i, I use you know different approaches to, to to what i do based on the different instruments that i play i would imagine particularly with with uh the style of music that the preservation hall jazz band is famous for that as a pianist where you have 88 keys you get in 10 fingers <clears throat> um it, a big part of the job is not only to play excellently but to know where to stay away from because there's so much activity going on between call and responses between the trombone and the trumpet and those different frequency zones I, what what goes on in your mind and when when that's happening, or is it just something you just know? Okay, uh, this is a trombone. I'm going to kind of stay out of this sonic area. Are those thoughts that come yeah. to mind. What goes on in my mind is to stay focused on the structure, on the foundation, mm. and I need to stay on the bottom of what these guys are doing. Stay under underneath them. It, it's kind of hard not to sometimes, and, and and I'm guilty. Sometimes I'll play too much piano uh, and not not back off. Uh, and I try to control it, but sometimes I just feel something. I just got to do it. <laughs> sure. Well, it's funny you say that, uh, Ricky. I, 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 I don't step on. I don't step on any toes. It's so funny you say that because uh, I, I was I was gigging a lot up in Massachusetts, particularly mostly in Boston and, and or the Boston area, and and uh, 
and I I found that people I found that people tended to like I th- I believe like my my particularly my piano playing but I was playing other instruments as well because I played I didn't play a lot they liked that I was staying out of their way <laughs> I, think that, I said I said to myself I'm better off playing less and uh, because that's what that's what the band likes and it sounds better it sounded better you know I mean and that's what's really counts that's right yeah that's interesting so with with that type because i have not played that's why i've played many i've played many styles of music and a lot of jazz but i've well i've done a little bit maybe because when i was playing for northeastern university jazz band we were doing some stuff but 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 uh you know the idea so you're sonically trying to stay as best as you can with the piano sonically uh underneath the horns that's correct what do you do with a trombone, though? How do you, how do you handle that? Or a Barry Sax? You guys don't have Barry Sax in, in that, do you? No, we don't. It, okay. it, it's all in it's all the way in the way that, that you voice your chords. Okay. Uh, I, I'm never I'm never in the way of a trombone. Wow, interesting. No, we, we no we, we never have train wrecks. <laughs> no. That's very funny. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Now, yeah. Now you you asked me a minute ago about who uh, who I played for and. and and I, I like to, uh, I'm not boasting. No, no, that, I I, I'm glad you're going there thank, because I was going to yeah, ask yeah, you that thank, again, actually. Thank, thank God for the opportunity to have played yes. uh, for the Queen of England. I've played for five U.S. presidents. Wow. Uh, uh, President Nixon, President Carter, uh, uh, both Bushes, and uh, uh, President Clinton. I've played for the King of Thailand five times, four times at the palace. Uh, upon his invitation, the king of, well, the former, uh, he's deceased now, he, he died a little over a year now, but uh, he was a personal friend uh, mm. and a, a lover of New Orleans traditional jazz. He played trumpet, saxophone, and clarinet. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. And he joined He joined in on, on, the, on the concert. He, oh, he wow. Yeah. Like that's said, that's cool. Food. Played for him five times. So you been all over uh, you, West Africa. <laughs> I played for kings over there. Wow. Uh, we were all, all, always had, uh, had doors open for us, uh, and uh, I attribute those those doors being open and opened uh, uh, to to Louis Armstrong. You know, Louis Armstrong yes. was a world traveler. Yes. And he played uh, this, this style of music. Mm-hmm. And it's love. It's love. And, uh, it's loved everywhere, from the yeah. White House to the to the Night House. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's great! Yeah. So you jam you jams with the is it was it the King of Thailand? That's right. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. great. Did you did you jam with Bill Clinton? I know he plays saxophone, doesn't he? He he brought his saxophone. Uh huh. I, I can't. I can't. I don't think he played. Uh, okay. No, he didn't play. He didn't play. That would have been. That would have been uh, quite a quite a quite a gig, man. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So so yeah. uh, Ricky, um, uh, and let me just uh, address the audience here just for a moment. So uh, for those who are just listening in, we're having a conversation with Ricky Moni. He's 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 a phenomenal pianist. He's been with the Preservation Hall Jazz Band f- since 1982 still continues to play with him he was playing a gig last night starting at five in the afternoon and ending at 11 at night can you imagine 
and uh, that was in New Orleans. And he also traveled with the band and met all of these um, important people throughout throughout many countries. And we're on the phone with him. He's a, a lover, a lover of of the Lord. And uh, I was blessed along with Jackson to visit him not only at at uh, at a gig where we met, but he invited us to the church he plays at, the Baptist church, on a Sunday two, uh, approximately two years ago. And we were super blessed. The band was awesome, just amazing, amazing music. And he continues to play there as well as a Seventh-day Adventist church on Saturdays. And uh, you're listening to uh, the radio program called Praise You, Lord, episode number 111. We're being broadcast by the grace of God on 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches, as well as 100.1 FM, that's Prince of Peace, Catholic Radio in the Treasure Coast. And we also are so thankful for Catholic Radio Network who are picking up our programs from time to time. That's the 18 megastations in the, in the center of the country. Um, this is the uh, broadcast brought to you on June 1st and 2nd, that's Saturday and Sunday of 2019. And again, we're here with Ricky Money. He's, he's a, a friend and a brother in Christ, and, and, uh, and it's just such a joy to, to be speaking again with you, Ricky. Praise is all mine. Thank you so much, sir. Now, now, Ricky, I'm curious about something else I didn't know that came up in conversation recently. You, you worked and, and came up during this, uh, this uh, conversation as well. You worked for the city of New Orleans, or do work for the city? What? what? Yeah, I worked for uh, City Welfare Department for 10 years okay. uh, and uh, for the Orleans Parish Coroner's Office for 21 years. Uh, I retired uh, after 31 years of service with the city of New Orleans. Uh, and uh, after about two years, uh, I got a phone call. They asked me to come back uh, as a contract worker. And I still remain uh, a part-time employee. Well, not the employee of the city, but I work for the coroner's office today. Wonderful. Now, I, I yeah. believe two years ago when we spoke la the last, the first interview we had, episode number 52, for those who would like to go back and listen, um, that you were, I think you were, were you retiring at that point? I remember, you, oh, you were retiring from touring, I think, and you had said you wanted to spend more time with your grandchildren and family, I, I believe. That's right. I, I retired August of 2016 from the road. And how does, it, how does it feel? It feels good to come home after playing in New Orleans. <laughs> I get to come home every night. That's wonderful. Uh, I, going from hotel to hotel, from air, airport and airplane, it, it just gets tiring. You, you know, you miss your family, even though I was on the phone with my wife every night, every night, sometimes every day, just during the day and while we're traveling and talking to my kids by phone uh but it's nothing like being home and i'm, I'm enjoying myself uh like i said I, I look forward to coming home pulling in my driveway not in the parking lot of a hotel and we stayed at some of the finest hotels in the world uh so it was not like i was you know flea bagging it uh <laughs> the band we, we we you know we don't do that uh we really stayed at the best. And we played at the best. Uh, the theaters, we played Carnegie Hall and Symphony Hall, just the finest theaters around the world, uh, universities and festivals. 
all around the world. Some of the biggest festivals, North Sea Jazz Festival, uh, Monterey, just just everything. Uh, I, I have I have truly been blessed to to have been uh, 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 chosen to be in this band number one, mm. uh, and to, to to be a part of what I've seen and heard around the world. Amen, amen. That's awesome, Ricky. Uh, tell us tell us about. Uh, some of the influences musically that that have inspired you, and uh, per- okay. and perhaps also um, uh, maybe it's a, a follow up question that I'm curious about is uh, gospel music. You know, I, about your gospel music and and perhaps some of the people that inspire you in the gospel music uh, genre. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I grew up in a home where my mother and father both played piano. Mm. <clears throat> my godfather owned a funeral home as I got older I wanted to be a mortician my mother said no no you're not going to be a mortician you're going to be a musician <laughs> so, <laughs> when it was time to go to go to college uh, you know it was, I was on a thin line there you know she said, I'll pay for you to go to, to Dillard University to study music uh, but I'm not going to pay for you to be a mortgage. So she won the war, and I'm glad of it. I was inspired uh, uh, by my father. He, he he played around the house, uh, and, and he played well enough to play in church. Uh, so I, I would join him, uh, and he'd let me play. Uh, we, we'd do some duets sometimes. And then I graduated to the organ. Uh, but some of my musical influences were, uh, first and foremost, my, my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh I listened to a lot of Oscar Peterson, oh, yeah. uh, Art Tatum, Meat Lux Lewis, uh, Teddy Wilson, a lot of the, the old, old, older greats. Um, Ramsey Lewis, you know, I, I, I just, I just love jazz piano. Yeah, uh, George, George Shearing, sure. and, and I think that's that's why I love a ballad today. Nobody can play a ballad like like George Shearing. Mm. Uh, Errol Garner. And I can just name them all, but I, I won't. I won't take up your time. We we grew uh, up. We grew up with the same influences uh, musically. My dad was a pianist too, and that's what that what I heard in the house as well. Wow! Yeah, yes, you know what? Oh, we're gonna have to the bumper. You can't hear this, Ricky, but the bumper music is playing. That means we've got about twenty seconds before the end of this broadcast. So I just want to thank you, Ricky Money, for coming in on the broadcast, sharing your testimony and love for for Jesus with us, Ricky. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. It was a pleasure uh, being on the show today. And I want to challenge all, all of the musicians out there to please donate to this radio program, as I'm going to do uh, when I get off this phone. Jeff, you have to send me an address or something and send me a check. I'll do that. Thank you so much, Ricky. I really appreciate that, and we appreciate that from the radio stations. God bless you and your family, folks. Thank you, Ricky, and God bless.